Hello, everyone. Hello. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are in the world today. Welcome to the stream today. My name is Emily. I'm one of the English tutors here at Chatterbug. Um, and so today I thought we would talk a little bit about my home country, Canada. All right. So Canada, um, it's where I started my trip, actually. I'm currently down in Ecuador. I drove all the way from Canada through the US, down into Mexico, Central America. And after taking a ship from Panama to Colombia, I've now driven down to Ecuador. So I'm currently streaming to you live from Ecuador. Hello. Um, so Canada is my home country. I was born there a little over 30 years ago, um, but I've actually been living in the UK for the last eight years. Um, so today, let's go through some fun facts about Canada. And if you have any questions for me, maybe about what it might be like to live there, what it was like growing up there. If you have some questions about things that you've seen in a movie or a TV show, just let me know. And if at any time during the stream, you have a question for vocabulary or you wanna share something, go ahead and um, let us know in the chat. So come say hi in the chat. Let me know where you're from. Have you been to Canada? What are some of your impressions? Do you have some ideas of stereotypes? So things that you've seen in movies about Canada? What do you know? Um, okay, so let's go through a few facts. So there are 10 provinces and three territories in Canada. Uh, we don't have states. And so the provinces are the um, areas of the country that are the furthest south, kind of closer to um, the US border, and these are more populated. Um, and so the provinces are gonna tend to have, um, yeah, a bit more maybe power than the territories, which are the vast um, kind of Arctic lands in the north of Canada. Um, and it's the second largest in the country in the world by land size. So we have someone from Russia in the chat and yes, so Russia will be the largest country, Canada the second. Um, and let's see who we have here today then. So we have Armenia in the house, um, Puerto Rico. We have Hakim and Nat Punch from Moscow, Iris from Guatemala, Joaquin from Mexico. Ariani says, I was living in Canada four months ago. Awesome. Where were you living? Russia, Canada, the weather is really cold. Not all the time, of course, uh, in, the, in the winter. So right now it's December up in Canada. Certain parts will be very cold. Um, I grew up around the West Coast. And so I think right now, actually, they do have some snow from what I see on social media. Cool. So we have people from all over the world today. Um, Kenny from Colombia. I was just there. Same with Sebas. I'm now down in Ecuador. So making my way south. All right. Let's keep going then. So I grew up, I thought I'd tell you a little bit about the town where I mostly grew up. I was born in Vancouver, which is um, on the mainland in Canada, kind of two hours north of Seattle in the States. But I grew up mostly in a town which is called Nanaimo, um, which in the native uh, language translates to big strong tribe or a group. And it's in the middle of Vancouver Island. So sometimes people get a bit confused because there's Vancouver City, there's also Vancouver Island, and then the capital of the province, which is called British Columbia, is called Victoria. So sometimes I hear tourists or other people saying, oh yeah, Victoria Island, but no, it's Vancouver Island where you find this city where I grew up. So I've included a photo there in the picture. They call it the Harbor City, it has a big harbor, um, quite literal there. And there's lots of activities to do. There's a rainforest, so it's a coastal rainforest. Um, you can go swimming, there's lakes, rivers, the ocean, different museums, kind of a historic district. And recently cruise ships have been stopping there too. So maybe if you are going on a cruise up to Alaska, you might stop here along the way as one of the stops. Um, 
And they have a famous dessert called the Nanaimo Bar, which if you've been to Canada, you might find it in other cities too for sale. And it's kind of like a chocolate and then like a custard cream and a um, like a kind of cookie bottom. Um, so question from Hakeem is Burnaby and Surrey are these parts of Vancouver? Yeah, exactly. So those are names of some of the suburbs or some of the other cities that are within greater Vancouver. So Vancouver City um, itself is only about 600,000 people. But if you talk about greater Vancouver, that's about two and a half million, which would include places that Hakeem talked about, like Burnaby and Surrey. Cool. All right, and Adriani spent about a month traveling around Vancouver just before the COVID nightmare all kicked off. Nice. Did you go up to Whistler? Did you go to Vancouver Island as well? What did you do while you were here? All right, so before I get into just, it's gonna be lots of kind of random fun facts today about Canada, but do you have any questions about living there? Any questions about things that you've maybe seen on the news or in movies? Um, go ahead and let me know, or during the stream at any time, feel free to put it in the chat. All right, give you guys a moment, see who else we have here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Turkey, Mexico, Germany, Poland, Brazil, Spain, Lithuania, Iran, Somalia, Honduras. Texaco, Mexico, awesome. It's so cold. So someone says any questions or someone else mentions that it's very cold. Of course, in parts of the country, it is cold. But um, for example, I lived um, for part of high school in a place called Kelowna in the Okanagan. And in the summer, it would get up to 40 or 45 degrees Celsius. So it's kind of a desert there. So we do have parts of Canada and in places like Montreal and Toronto during the summer too, it'll be very, very hot. So it's just that there's kind of extremes. So it can be cold, but somewhere like Vancouver, um, where I mostly grew up around there, it doesn't often go below zero. So there'll be some years that we get lots of snow, but then there's some years we don't get any snow and it's just in the mountains. So with such a big country, you have a lot of different climates. Um, let's see here. My favorite nature place in Canada and why? Hmm, I think probably it would be the west coast of Vancouver Island. It's a very kind of rugged, um, beautiful nature where you can see you know, bears, whales, you can go surfing, but it's very kind of untouched nature. So there's a cool place called Tofino that you can go visit there. Um, and yeah, it's just a really nice place for nature. Uh, so another question, do people in Canada speak French? Is it the second official language? Yes, exactly. So in Canada, we have two languages. We have English and French. So it is mandatory to learn French up until grade nine. So I grew up in the English speaking part, but I learned French up until grade nine. And I chose to continue taking French until university. Um, if you want to go to university in Canada, you have to have a second language. It doesn't have to be French. So if, for instance, in grade nine, I could have said, oh, I'm done with French. I want to do Spanish now in grade 10. And that would be okay. But in Canada, you do have to have two languages to go to university. Um, is it a crowded country? No, I mean, if you look at how much land we have, of course, some of the cities can feel crowded, but it's... I mean, it's really not that populated compared to some of the big metropolises in the world. Um, and if you wanted to get to somewhere that is less busy, it's quite easy. There's a lot, a lot of nature. Um, or if you head towards the north, you won't see many people. Uh, for example, I think like 90% of the population lives within, I can't remember what the stat is, but like, within you know less than 100 kilometers of the US border or something like that. So most of the population is living where the climate is more mild because as you go farther north, it's much more difficult to live. 
How long is the summer? So usually I would say like June to September um, would be the summer. And does every province have its own flag in Canada? Yes, so every pro province will have its own flag um, and they have what's called a premier. So the premier is the person who's in charge of the province. Um, how we speak English or French at the same time in Canada. So th the only time that you would really encounter someone speaking both, I think would be if you're in a city um, like in Quebec, the French speaking part, or if you were working for the government. So if you want to work for the federal government in Canada, um, you have to have a good level of French and English. And then maybe some of your speeches, like maybe you've seen um, Trudeau give a speech and he kind of goes back and forth between English and French. That's an example of somewhere that you might hear both. But to be honest, growing up in the English part, like we learn French in school, but you don't, don't ever use it. Um, let's see here. So you can't have freehold property in Canada. Nope, that's not true. We do have freehold property. Um, there's also crown land. So there's land which is held. Um, so a lot of the public lands, like the parks and things like that, would be called crown land. So they're technically owned by, um, I guess, the king now, um, since we no longer have a queen. Um, but we do have freehold property. Something that's different Um is that where there is indigenous land, so we call them First Nations people. So in Canada, where you have kind of the First Nations or indigenous land, they sometimes will lease land to other people who aren't part of the community um, on like a 99 year lease or something like that. So th those would be leasehold lands, but that's leasing from the indigenous population. That's not from, from the government. Um, so we do have freehold land in Canada. Um, does Canada's English sound more American or British? I think it varies. Also, it's a large country, as we already said. I mean, in the States, you have so many different accents. In Canada, same thing. We have a part of Canada called Newfoundland, and the accent, the Newfie accent, actually sounds almost Irish or something. It's kind of a strange... A strange mix. Um, it's hard to place where it could be from. Whereas my accent is more kind of Pacific Northwest. So I might sound similar to someone from Seattle, let's say, or Portland. We might have kind of a similar accent. Um, how do people handle the cold and few hours of light? Is it not depressing? Totally. Yeah, it's totally depressing. <laughs> um, I think it depends on how you're affected. Of course, some people can get seasonal affective disorder, SAD or SAD. And what do people do? They try to go on holiday, maybe down to Mexico where it's sunny. You can get the special lights that like simulate sunlight. One of my friends had those. Um, I don't know, finding other ways to be happy and enjoy that you're having winter. So I think a lot of people get into skiing or snowboarding. And this gives you a reason to sort of like be excited about winter. Typical food of Canada. That's a difficult question because Canada really is made up of immigrants. Of course, there's the indigenous population, um, but they are a minority. So in general, I mean, Canada has been built up by um, immigration over the years. It continues to be a very active country for immigration. So you, when you're in different, um, different large cities, then you can find kind of everything. There are some maybe Canadian specialties you could talk about, um, but they tend to come from the French part of Canada, which I guess maybe has a bit more culture. I don't know. Um, so there's things like poutine, which is fries and gravy and cheese curds, um, or tortière, which is a meat pie. So again, from the French part of Canada. And I guess if you put maple syrup on anything, you can call it Canadian food. Uh, most popular sport is hockey. Yes, hockey is very popular. Also, lacrosse is quite popular. And which country's main immigrants from? I'm not sure of the current 
information, but we have a lot of, I mean, from around the world, um, I think there's a lot of Chinese and Indian, but those are the, also the largest countries in the world by population. So um, it kind of varies. I would say like on the West Coast of Canada, it would be more like South Asia and Southeast Asia, where on the East part of Canada, like Toronto, you might get more um, African migration. So it just kind of depends on where you are geographically in Canada for what kind of immigration you have. Um, cool, lots of good questions, guys, awesome. So I'm gonna keep going and we'll go through some fun quiz questions, but any more questions, feel free to add them in the chat and I will try to get to them. So I'll keep going, but I will um, go have a look at the chat in a moment. Okay, maybe this is an easy one, maybe not. So when is Canada Day? So it's kind of like Canada's Independence Day. When do you think it is? And while you're answering, I will go into the chat. So Adriani, so my nephew finished high school in Delta. He was there for second semester of 2019. Awesome, so he was there to kind of doing an exchange program, I guess. Um, awesome. Would you encourage me to live in Canada and where exactly do you recommend? That is a very difficult question, Samarete. Um, I think it would depend on what kind of lifestyle are you looking for? Um, what do you do for work? Um, yeah, what do you, it depends, it depends on so many things. I think it can be a very nice place to live. Um, it can be very expensive too. So people, people sometimes when I'm traveling will say, oh, you make a lot more money in this country. And I say, yes, but then, you know, food's more expensive, accommodation, transport. So it, it kind of depends on what do you want to do on the weekend? What do you want for your family? So I would say, I don't, I don't have a straight answer for you, sorry. Um, do we have grizzly bears in British Columbia? Yes, we do, yes. But more often, it's pretty rare to see them, but I have seen like in my own backyard, for instance, um, black bears, which are a bit smaller. What about Canadian medical care? So we have public health care, so it is free from, for everyone. Um, but it can have some problems when you have a system that's all public, like very long wait times. So yeah, the question here from maybe Benal is like, is it true that sometimes the appointments can take so long that people just travel for medical care? Yes, to the US or to Mexico. It's popular to go, I think, for dental care um, or for some surgeries even because yeah, it's, it's free. You don't need to have insurance, however, sometimes the lines can be very long. So we just have a public system, not like in the UK, for instance, they have a public and private system. And then in the US, it's predominantly private, which has many problems, I think. Um, but yeah, it's not, not perfect, I would say. I think probably some sort of, this is just a personal opinion, some sort of hybrid system can work well. So if people want to have the option to pay for fast care. They can. Maybe that's not fair still. I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. Maybe someone here um, works in healthcare and has a more uh, informed view. Um, and thank you, Gigi, for the tip. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, so let's see here. So it's mixed responses, but most of you did get it right. So July 1st is Canada Day. And the way that most people would celebrate Canada Day is it's a holiday, so you're not going to be working usually. Um, you'll have a barbecue with friends, maybe go to the beach, um, the lake, um, go for a picnic, just like go out and, you know, have, have kind of a fun party, uh, wearing red and white, and um, that's probably what we would do. However, I would say in recent years, this is kind of changing a bit. So I talked a bit about how, you know, we have a, um, an Indigenous population in Canada. And, of course, the creation of Canada as a country uh, has, as m many other colonial countries, um, has some history, which is 
not the nicest, let's say. And so I think people are now thinking, you know, celebrating Canada Day in a way is kind of uh, um, not supporting the Indigenous community then. So there's some mixed feelings. I would say in the last like three to five years, really, this is quite new. But people are starting to kind of question, you know, like, should we really celebrate so much, you know, the colonial past? Do we need to find more ways to um, celebrate the history of the country um, before, you know, Europeans came? Things like this. Um, and there are some new holidays that are looking to do that. But just an interesting point to point out um, about Canada Day. And yes, as I said, I think many countries have this sort of difficult colonial past. Um, it's just being more talked about recently. Okay, so the, the population of Canada, it's the huge, we know it's the second biggest country in the world by land size, but what about population? How many people do you think there are that live in Canada? We've got all the big cities maybe you've heard about, so from West to east, we have Vancouver, Calgary, um, there's Edmonton, Regina, Winnipeg, Toronto, Ottawa. Where else do we got? Into Quebec, Montreal, St. John's, all these different cities. But how much do you think it totals up to? Of course, the majority are living in cities. Mm -hmm. That's pretty split here. Give you guys another moment. Let's see. So Hakeem in the chat talking about in Saudi Arabia. So they also have both the public and private healthcare system. But public can take a really long time, just like in Canada. So yeah, like when I was, so I was living in the UK for the last eight years. And so people would often say, you know, for anything emergency, um, the public health service is amazing. You go to the hospital, you will be taken care of right away. But if it's anything where there's a bit of a line, then if you have the um, option of going to a private provider, maybe you have insurance through work, then that is usually the better option. So in urgent situations, the public sector in the UK, for example, is great, but yeah. I don't know if any country has totally figured it out. <laughs> Okay, and so it is pretty even here for the answers. I don't think anyone really knows, except for those of you who answered 38 million. Yeah, 38 million. So we're about 10% the size population-wise of the United States. So of course, we are very um, influenced by our neighbors to the south and the northwest with Alaska up there. Um, but yes, we are, we are bigger, however, smaller in population. All right, let's keep going here. Okay, so I just mentioned a few of these cities, some of the large cities in Canada. Which one do you think is the capital city of Canada? So there are capital cities of each province or territory. Um, however, which is the capital of Canada? So if you wanted to go work for the federal government and you're working your way up to become prime minister, where does the prime minister live? So we do not have a president, we have a prime minister. Let's see. And so several of you have answered Toronto, which is the largest city in Canada, but is not the capital. It is the capital of um, the province of Ontario, but the capital of Canada is Ottawa. So most of you got that right. And Ottawa, to be honest, um, I've been before I went for a conference when I was in university. Seems like a kind of boring city. I mean, it's just government. I think if you work there, probably there's some decent things to do, but it didn't seem like too much of like a tourist spot to go, I guess I would say. Um, so if you were to go to Canada as a tourist, would I recommend Ottawa? Probably not. I'd probably say Toronto and Montreal are pretty cool. Vancouver is wonderful, um, but yeah, Ottawa, meh, <laughs> not for me. Um, and Hakeem says Kingston was the first capital of Canada. I didn't know that actually, so that's a fun fact. 
um, new to share with you guys. Cool. Let's keep going. All right. So which is the largest city in Canada? Is it Quebec, Winnipeg, Edmonton, Vancouver, or Toronto? Mm -hmm. I think I gave this one away already. <laughs> I accidentally said it before, but I'm sure many, many of you would have known this anyways. Um, it's probably one of the most like recognized names for a city in Canada. So Toronto, there are 3 million people in the city. The metropolitan area has 6.3 million. And so some of the famous landmarks are like the CN Tower. It's that big tower with the sort of saucer on it. Um, various towering buildings. So it has a really nice skyline, bustling streets, um, a great waterfront on the lake. And a huge amount of ethnic and cultural diversity. So it's sort of like Canada's baby New York, I would say, Toronto. Um, if you're going to be working in like finance, you're probably going to go to Toronto versus working more in tech. You might be in Vancouver. However, um, might be going in, both are going on in both too, but just in general. So like after university, for instance, a lot of people maybe move to Toronto to go get a job and then they'll come back afterwards um, after they've got some experience. So Toronto. I already gave this one away too, but let's see if you were listening earlier or if you've been on the stream for long enough. Um, how many provinces does Canada have? So remember that there are provinces as well as territories. Um, we do not call them states. Let's see if anyone gets this right. Mm -hmm. I haven't been to all of them yet. I've been to, let me think. I think I've been to four provinces. Yes. So I've traveled quite a bit more in other countries than my own country actually, but it can be quite expensive to travel in Canada since it's so big, um, like flying across it would take you like eight hours, let's say. And so sometimes you can fly cheaper from Vancouver to South America or Asia than you can fly to Toronto. It's crazy sometimes the in internal flights in Canada. So um, yeah, I would say it's like, Traveling within the country is very expensive for domestic travel. Okay, and five of you have got it right. So it's 10 provinces. There are 10 provinces and three territories. Um, and I am from British Columbia. So Hakeem asks, is there any difference between province and state linguistic-wise? No, linguistic-wise, I think it's kind of just whatever a country decides to call them. Um, I think like cantons is another word that's used, might be in another language, but um, no. Like the states and the pro like the states in the United States would have very different powers from how it works in Canada with the provinces, um, but it kind of means a similar thing territories now that is that does have a different meaning so territories tend to have a lot more federal control because they're not as populated um, they're more remote um, so it's just kind of a bit more complicated for them to have I guess more powers devolved from what I understand um, but yeah province and state I think pretty much interchangeable but yeah we don't call them states in Canada um, let's keep going. And so, yes, there's three territories we have in the north. Um, which one of these is not a Canadian territory? So is it Queensland, Nunavut, Northwest Territories, or the Yukon? Which one is not a Canadian territory? Give you guys a moment. 
And I haven't been to any of these yet, but I would love to go. Obviously, I think in summertime, I think uh, <laughs> trying to go in winter would be pretty challenging. But in the summer, I think driving up like all the way through one of these into Alaska could be quite cool. So at some point I will go. And yes, Hakeem in the chat has pointed it out. One of them is in Australia, exactly. So even though Australia and Canada, we both have the queen, only Australia has a Queensland, which is one of their, I think they call them provinces there too, but maybe they're states in Australia, not sure. Um, so Queensland is in Australia. We have Nunavut, Northwest Territories, and the Yukon. So the, the one that's between British Columbia, where I grew up, and Alaska is called Yukon. Then you have the Northwest Territories in the middle, and on the right, you have Nunavut, and that's the Arctic part of Canada. Um, so these three are pretty much above 60 degrees latitude, and they account for 40% of the land mass, but only about 3% of the population. Um, so that's one of the reasons I said, like, they don't have as many powers as the provinces would have. Um, many provinces or provinces do have kind of constitutional powers that have been given to them. So they can uh, determine things like around health, education, um, maybe even crime without the federal government involved, whereas the territories have a bit more involvement from the federal level of Canada but they also get more like federal funding. So different, different approach, um, basically because of the geography. Okay, and so there were 10 provinces in Canada. Which one is the smallest one? Is it Nova Scotia? Is it Quebec? Prince Edward Island, British Columbia, or Alberta? Which which one is the smallest in terms of land size? What do you think? Mm -hmm. Give you guys a moment. So a couple of these are in the eastern part of Canada, a couple on the west. smallest province. I think it kind of gives it away in the name a little bit. Most of you are getting it right. But it's Prince Edward Island, which is just one island. <clears throat> and it's quite famous for Anne of Green Gables. So this is where the book um, Anne of Green Gables is set. If you've read that or if you've seen the TV series, um, that is where it is meant to be set. Prince Edward Island in Canada. And we call these provinces, the provinces that are all on the East Coast there in the Atlantic part of Canada, we call the Maritimes. So sometimes people will talk about going to visit the Maritimes and it's that part of Canada. All right, so I think I gave this one away earlier too, but let's see who is listening or who has an idea. Who is the leader of Canada? Is it the king? the emperor, the prime minister, the president, or the premier? What is it? Who's the leader? And so Hakeem says, I got it right. Yeah, from the N with an ETV series. Exactly. So that's set in Prince Edward Island. You know it. Um, Marius asking, do I like to ski or snowboard? Where do you practice? Um, yes, I grew up, so I started skiing maybe when I was three, so when I was really young, and I switched to snowboarding around, I think, age like 13 or 14, um, and to be honest, I haven't been many places in Canada, but I do love Whistler, Whistler Blackcomb, where the Olympics were in 2010, when they were in Canada, is amazing, not just for the mountains, but also for the village, it's great. Um, if you like more like powder snow, you go into the interior of British Columbia. There's a mountain called Big White, 
which is smaller, but like wonderful, wonderful snow. And then there's another uh, mountain on Vancouver Island, where I also grew up called Mount Washington. And it's a bit heavier snow because you're close to the coast, but you can have like amazing views of the ocean as you're riding down. Um, and they also have like a nice, uh, a nice village, but Whistler Blackcomb, I would say is the best, one of the best in the world. So I recommend going there. All right, and most of you did get it right, yes. So we have the prime minister. We do have the king involved in our government in a way, but he's kind of considered the head of state. Um, so he's not the leader of Canada, he's the head of state. And then our leader um, is called prime minister. That's right. Let's keep going. So someone was asking about the most common, um, most common people who are immigrating to Canada. So what do you think? What is the most commonly spoken language? The third most commonly spoken language. Oh, and Hakeem says having some problems with the stream cutting off. Let me know anyone else if you are having some problems too. I'm on Wi-Fi at a hotel now, so hopefully it's okay. Um, the speed looked okay before, but sometimes it might come and go. So hopefully it's okay. So what do you think is the third most commonly spoken language? Is it Punjabi? Is it Chinese, Italian, Spanish, or one of the indigenous languages? Mm -hmm. Many of you guessing Spanish right now. Um, so I don't think Canada really has much history of the Spanish coming. Of course, a lot of the Americas do um, from the southern United States down the whole way. But we haven't had too many, too many Spanish come to Canada as part of our history. Um, people do learn it, of course. It's popular to learn. Um, and the indigenous languages, so there's many of them. So it, I think maybe if you added them all together, there would be a good percentage, but on its own, not too many. So the answer here is actually Chinese. So 4.63% of the population are speaking Chinese, so either Mandarin or Cantonese, um, which is almost 2 million people in the population. So that is the third most commonly spoken language in Canada. And so a lot of the people of Chinese descent will live around Vancouver, could be in Toronto as well, but I would say probably around Vancouver and the lower mainland is a high concentration. Okay, let's keep going. So I have 10 more questions. Stay for them if you can. If you have to go, you can always come and try the questions later. But let's see how you do. So Canada is famous for what waterfall? Is it Niagara, Victoria, Yosemite, or Iguazu? What do you think? Maybe this is an easy one so far. Most of you getting this right. So we do have a city called Victoria, but we don't have a Victoria waterfall. And Yosemite is down in the United States. And Iguazu is down on the border of Brazil and Argentina. So it is Niagara. Niagara Falls in Ontario. So if you were to go visit Toronto, it's just on the other side of the lake. So I think, I'm not sure if you can take a boat to go visit, but you can definitely drive around the lake. I did this when I was maybe 16 or something. So I can't, I think we drove there, but Niagara Falls is um, very impressive. Um, recommend visiting it if you're going to find yourself around the Toronto area. Okay. So which animal here do you think is a symbol of Canada? Which one is a symbol of Canada? Is it the grizzly bear? So Hakeem was asking me about if we have grizzly bears. Those are the big, big brown ones. Um, is it the killer whales? So those are also called Orcas, the black and white whales, they have like kind of the big white eyes or big white spots anyways where their eyes are. Is it the beaver? So those guys who are getting um, 
gnawing down trees and making uh, making dams on the rivers? Is it a chicken um, or is it a moose? Which one do you think is a symbol of Canada? Mm -hmm. Most people are saying grizzly bear. I think it's probably like quite a recognized um, animal of Canada. However, if you're talking about kind of like one that's more of a symbol, then it would be the beaver. So if you're ever seeing like tourist shops and things like that, they'll be selling the beaver. Um, is kind of seen as more of like a symbol of Canada as opposed to the grizzly bear. But we did used to have um, in Vancouver, we used to have a basketball team that was called the Vancouver Grizzlies, <laughs> for instance. But yeah, the beaver would be a symbol. And here I just thought I'd give you another list of some other animals. So here's some other animals you might be hearing about when you're talking about Canada. So the moose, like in the picture, um, polar bears, you'll find them um, in the Arctic, but also in around Manitoba, which is one of the middle provinces, um, caribou, cougars, which might also be called mountain lions or pumas. Uh, salmon is very popular. <laughs> um, so smoked salmon, I would say, you could say that's a popular kind of Canadian food. Killer whales and then beavers. All right, let's keep going. So another symbol. So which of these plants is a symbol of Canada? Is it the maple leaf, the oak leaf, the rose, the thistle, or the pine tree? What do you think? And so Hakeem asking, do you consume moose meat? I haven't. Um, I'm not sure if, I'm sure people do, probably more up in Northern Canada um, or people maybe who are, have hunting licenses, they're allowed to shoot a certain number of animals per year or something like that. So maybe they would um, hunt moose and then keep the meat in their freezer or something. I haven't tried it. Um, so I'm not sure, it's not common anyways, but I'm, I'm sure people do. Cool. And so most of you got it right. So yes, on our flag, so it is red, white, red with a red maple leaf in the middle. Very good. We already talked about Canada Day, that day which I said, you know, people celebrate, but it's become a bit contentious or people are kind of second guessing about um yeah, celebrating maybe a colonial past, but when did it become a country in what year? Was it 15, 16, 17, or 1867 that it became a country, also known as Confederation? So the Confederation of Canada. All right, different answers, but most of you have got it right. So it, oh, just switched, but many of you have got it right. Um, so it's the most recent date, actually. 1867 is when um, Canada officially became a country. Now, the first settlers were coming here in the late 1500s into 1600s. Um, so that was the French and the English who then came and had a war um, and yeah, it eventually became a country in 1867. So that's July 1st, 1867 is Canada Day. Just a few more to go. Let's see if you know this one. This is kind of a, something that we grow up learning a lot about in Canada. It's uh, also something that like we'll raise money for every year. Um, so he, Terry Fox, he's a Canadian hero because he tried to run across Canada 
to raise money for cancer research after he lost his leg to the disease. Um, he scored the goal, which Canada, which gave Canada the gold medal in hockey in the last Olympics, or he was the first prime minister of Canada. What do you think? This is definitely like a classic Canadian thing that we learn, learn about in school. I think probably across the whole country. And most of you do have it correct. And so, yes, so what we do in elementary schools, so I think like, I think it was every year actually, it wasn't like only for a certain age, but we would do a charity run. So you would ask people to donate if you were gonna run so many miles or so many kilometers. Um, and we would learn about Terry Fox and how he tried to run across Canada to raise awareness and money for cancer research. <clears throat> Unfortunately, he didn't end up making it whole, the whole way, but he was, you know, this inspired the whole nation. And now, um, yeah, every year, I think it happens in November, maybe, um, there's the Terry Fox run that children at schools across the country will raise money and, and run and the money goes towards uh, cancer research. So that is Terry Fox. So speaking of Terry Fox running across Canada, how far would that be then? If he was to run from the most eastern part of Canada in the Maritimes all the way to the most western part uh, point, which I guess might be on Vancouver Island or maybe it's northern British Columbia. Let's look, have a look at the map to see what we think the most western part is. Ah, I think it would be uh, or Yukon. Somewhere in British Columbia, I think, maybe, or Yukon. How far do you think it would be? So it's a huge country. It can take, I think if you were to fly across it, it's probably like eight hours to fly because Vancouver to Toronto, Toronto alone is five and a half hours. Um, so it's a huge, huge country. Lots of different answers. Okay. Yeah, so most of you are guessing six thousand, which is very large, but actually it is 7,500 kilometers. So it is a very, very large country. That's why I'm saying, you know, when people say, hey, I'm gonna visit Canada or I'm gonna move to Canada, where should I go? It's such a huge, huge area of land. Um, and you're gonna get different, you're gonna get some different subcultures depending on which province you're in, which city you're in. So it's just such a huge place, it's difficult to say one place is the best, but I do think Vancouver is pretty great. <laughs> Just expensive. Um, so yeah, 7,500 kilometers, that is quite the distance. I think it would take, takes you like probably five days to drive across, but that's driving like pretty straight. Um, people who are often driving like from side to side will actually go down and dip into the States because it's a bit, I think the roads are a bit better compared to the middle part of Canada, which we call the prairies. So yeah, big, big distance. I have not driven across Canada yet, but I've driven much more than 7,500 kilometers um, on my trip right now. So driving from Canada to Ecuador, we've driven about 25,000 kilometers. So I've driven about 25,000 kilometers in the last year <laughs> um, through many different climates and geographies. Okay, so Canada's largest trading partner. So who are we doing trade with? Is it mostly China, Japan, the US, Mexico, or Germany? Which country do you think is the most important to us for trade? So Hakeem, can you travel by train from east to west coast? Not the entire way. 
Um, but there is a, a good chunk of, um, I can't think of exactly where it goes from. It crosses at least four or five provinces. Um, and it's a beautiful, beautiful train. So it's not, it's not like a commuter train, you know, it's for tourists. It's quite nice going through the mountains. Um, I can't think of cross Canada train start and let's look it up via rail the trans canada rail yeah have a look at the trans canada rail if that's something that would interest you but i mean yeah it's i think it's pretty expensive it's like 12 nights from eight thousand dollars it says here and of course you can only really go during the summer um but it would take about five to six days that's called the Trans-Canada Rail. If you were to drive across Canada, we also call it the Trans-Canada Highway. Very, uh, very clever. <laughs> um, cool. So it's tied right now, China and the U.S., but actually the U.S. is Canada's largest trading partner. We're neighbors. Um, we're very important to each other. Um, and so, yes, that's a delicate relationship, I think. To, to manage for the politicians. So far, there's not been any threats of building walls on that northern uh, US border. But yes, it's definitely a relationship that's very, very tight between Canada and the US. Um, and Hakeem, yeah, I would love to do that as well. I think train journeys are super cool. So I would love to one day do the Trans-Canada Rail. Just a few more to go, and then you can be back to your Thursday afternoon or evening. Um, so 90% of the population, I told you this before, but I couldn't remember the number, but I was almost right. So 90% of the population of Canada lives within hmm, kilometers of the U.S. border. So as I said, as you go further north, it can become quite difficult to live up there. Um, there's not as many services. Uh, the winters are going to be a lot harsher. So what do you think? 90% of the population lives within this many kilometers of the U.S. border. So like all of our big cities pretty much are pretty close. <clears throat> Except for maybe like Calgary and Edmonton are pretty far north. Edmonton especially. That might be our largest northern city. Because it's up close to where we have oil. So that's why that city kind of grew. Otherwise I don't think... There would be opportunities as many up there. Um, but yeah, the vast majority. And most of you got this right too. So yeah, the vast majority live within 160 kilometers. Um, not sure how many miles that is, but less than 100 miles um, of the US border. And Saskatchewan too, I guess. Yeah, so the um in Saskatchewan there's Regina but Regina is fairly far south I feel like maybe not I haven't been to that part of Canada actually let's see it's sort of, maybe it's sort of in the middle of the province do, do, do. Well, it's fairly far south it's further south than Calgary <clears throat> Regina yeah so it might not be like a hundred 70 kilometers but let's see it's pretty close da, da, da. oh yeah so for instance Regina to the border is like a hundred and something miles it says on my google maps so pretty close pretty close um and yeah just looking at the map again now I think Edmonton would be that the largest city that is that far north because of the jobs to do with oil. <clears throat> Meant the city, not the province. So Saskatchewan City, I don't know. Or did you mean, were you talking about Regina or, or Saskatoon? You were talking about Saskatoon. Ah, that's what it is. Yes, it sounds similar to the province. And then Saskatoon is the city that's a bit further north. And then Regina is the capital of the province. I'll put in the chat there. 
Ah, yes, Saskatoon. But very good geography for Canada, Hakeem. <laughs> um, I'm sure lots of Canadians wouldn't even know the names of uh, some of these. Okay, perfect. Let's keep going. Two more questions. Um, cool. Wayne Gretzky. So is he the world's greatest hmm, hockey player, golfer, lacrosse player, ballet dancer, or figure skater? And so he is a famous Canadian. <clears throat> maybe you're into sports. Maybe you've heard his name before. I'm just looking at the map here and yeah you, if you look at the map on Google Maps and you see where the like yellow main highways are you'll see really most of them the major highways are all pretty far south just gets a lot more complicated um, as you go further north with the winters All right, let's see. And hockey player, yes, most of you got that right. Yeah, so Wayne Gretzky was a famous hockey player. And Hakeem says, I thought Justin Bieber is the most famous Canadian. Maybe in general, he is quite famous now. Um, I guess we'll claim him. We can admit he's Canadian. Um, but yeah, this is the world's greatest hockey player we're talking about. So one of the most famous um, Canadians more from history than current day, but still people know the name. Okay, and this is our last question. So I hope you've had fun learning lots about Canada. Um, let's see how you do on this one. The province of hmm, has twice held a vote to decide if it wanted to separate from Canada and become an independent country. So this province wanted to separate to become an independent country. So, I mean, this has happened around the world, uh, like in Scotland with the UK. So Scotland has had referendums to decide whether to become independent. Um, Catalonia and Spain has wanted, where Barcelona is, has wanted to become independent. So this is something which has happened in many countries, I think. <clears throat> when there's a region maybe that is a bit different or it feels like it's not being represented by the government and the country, sometimes they want to separate for various reasons. Um, I'd say this one here is kind of a similar reasoning to Catalonia. Wales and Northern Ireland is too. Yes, they've had separatist movements. But I don't know if they've actually had votes on whether to leave. So I think Scotland has definitely had like actual votes, but um, on whether to leave the UK. I think they're trying to get another one now, but it's being blocked. Not sure. Okay. So this part of Canada, they speak French. They are primarily um, primarily French speaking, and this is one of the reasons that they want to be separate. So this is Quebec is the answer here. Um, the thing is that Quebec as a province doesn't actually um, doesn't actually have that strong of an economy to take care of their own um, to really survive without maybe the oils of Alberta um, or the other industries of the north, um, different places. And so Quebec has had votes wanting to be a separate French-speaking nation. However, it has not, um, has not happened. And I don't know how active that sort of separatist movement is at the moment or not. Um, but yeah, that's, that's that. So I'm to have a quick look in my chats here. Gretzky or Groski, yeah, so Gretzky is the name here, is Polish surname. Yeah, lots of Polish in Canada, 
we have people from all over the world. So Canada is really a country of immigrants. Um, we're really taught to kind of respect and appreciate cultural differences. And so that's part of the culture, I would say. Um, cool. Unless anyone has any other questions, I think that's it for our stream today. So I hope you had fun learning a bit more Can about Canada. Some fun facts. Um, and that's it. So if you have any other ideas for streams to come, always feel free to say your ideas in the chat. Otherwise, I will talk to you soon and take care. Bye.